this is going to be a good chat because Sal and I understand this technology has mm. come a long way in the past 20 years. It's changed the way we travel, how we communicate with our family and friends, even the way we watch the telly. And law enforcement is no different. Yes, with the rise of robot technology and digital forensics, could actual human police officers eventually be replaced by artificial intelligence? And would you trust it? Well, futurist and author of The New Now, Michael McQueen, is here to explain. Um, let's start off with Singapore. They are actually trialling something at the moment with police robots. What What is it? How does it work? Yeah, it's like move over Paul Blart and more cop. This is the robot <laughs> version of that. So they've actually been trialling a few things over the last 12 months. They've been trialling drones for mm. airborne surveillance. In fact, during the pandemic, they used these little robot dogs, these bright yellow dogs called Spot, and they'd roam around parks barking at people to put their masks on or to socially distance. This is the latest thing they're trialling. So it's called Xavier, and it's a little mall cop that roams around the streets looking for people doing what they call undesirable social behaviours. And What's it'll... that? Because that would be like 98% of Larry's the whole show. shtick. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what is it? So like if they're littering or, or things littering, like that? Littering, yeah. Yes. So there are still limitations on how many people can gather in Singapore for COVID reasons. So if there are too many people oh, okay. gathered, it can give mm -hmm. you verbal warnings as well. Can I just make a point? And it's been a, like a long time since I was in jail. But <laughs> if I had to get away from Xavier, I would simply either walk, walk. up one step or jump a fence. Xavier would have no chance of getting Xavier that Xavier doesn't seem like the most... Um, uh, nimble. Well, no. Correct. It's quite nimble. heavy load. Yeah. Like, he's it's a heavy no, set it's, 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 no, it's no Beverly Hills cop, is it? <laughs> it's a limited thing, definitely. Yeah. So, yeah, like, unless you're standing right next to Xavier at the time of the crime. Correct. But, but it, it has video footage, yes. and that's what is recorded. That's, it's that eye. That's the thing. Although well, well, it's that's very why... waist height too, so he'd really be getting you from like the crutch below, really, because he's very oh. small. He's that's not high in stature. Otherwise known as the below-the-belt cop. An upskirt. Yeah. <laughs> he's very... Anyway, let's move on, shall we? Because artificial intelligence... Have you met Sally? <laughs> have you met? We have. Yeah. Unfortunately. We're automating this co-host role soon. <laughs> it should happen now. Um, it, it does sound weird, though, but there is actual AI that's being used to predict crimes that are happening. Like, how yeah. do you predict something that hasn't happened using robotics? Yeah, so keeping with the theme of, like, movie references, this sort of feels familiar, like, it's Minority Report in a way. So this is actually some algorithm developed by the University of Chicago. They've tried this in eight cities around the US over the last six months. It can predict with 90% accuracy one week out crimes that will occur, drawing on data from historical behaviour of people in those areas. I mean, that's pretty... And we can't even do that with the weather. So, I mean, that's one thing to do that with crime. But it gives you a sense well, of how clever this is getting. We've got Ash Magic coming up and he can do it. So it can't <laughs> exactly. be that hard. Uh, we just uh, read the word brain's fingerprints, yeah. right? And then we just go, oh, what, what's going on with that? Brain's yes, fingerprint. A brain fingerprint. So this, I mean, fingerprints place you at the, at the scene of the crime. So the same sort of thing happening with what our brains do. So we can actually monitor brain electrical waves. And if you show someone who's committed a crime, the scene of the crime, what was used in the crime, the way their brain reacts is the giveaway they were oh. actually at the scene of the crime. And so Dubai police actually wow. tried this on a cold case a few months ago and cracked the case. Cracked the case. Oh yeah. my goodness. And that's the device there that, that you wear. Oh, plenty of people are wary of facial recognition, you know, probably for some good reasons in a way, because it is good to catch a criminal, but it is also highly invasive in yep. a way for our day-to-day -day lives. But we are seeing this technology, is it being used to help solve murders? Yes, there's a couple of really interesting cases, even in the last few months here in Australia. So there was actually one of these cases, this very bizarre story. So an 87-year-old pensioner in Brisbane, there's actually a guy who's an expert in facial recognition tech. He's actually tied this guy to a crime committed in 1974, and it was like a 
highest society crime in the UK. Mm. So Lord Lucan was his name, and apparently there was a homicide, and he then took off and has been on the run. Dozens of sightings over these, but no one's ever pinned him down. Mm. Using facial recognition, they're pretty sure they found him living in suburban Brisbane. He is now, again, 87 years of age. I mean, it gives you a sense of, like, you can run, but you can't hide with facial recognition technology. So yeah, the ethical privacy implications are big, Gosh. but it's tremendously powerful. Well, also, the older you get, the harder it'll be to run away from Xavier, I suppose. It'll be like, I've got him, Indeed. I've got him now. Xavier will be more effective <laughs> the, as we age. The International Criminal Police Organisation, or Interpol, has entered the metaverse as well. What are, yeah. they, what are they messing around with? Yeah, so they've created a, a replication of the, met, of, of the Interpol sort of head office in Lyon, France, where you can actually now visit as a virtual reality avatar. And the, the idea is this, yeah, they're realising police are going to need to police the metaverse, so they need to start experiencing yeah. it, getting a feel for what's going on in this space. So that launched a few months ago, and by reports is incredibly clever technology because they have to be on the front foot with that so much mm. crime so much in the metaverse as well well yeah. i thought it was meant to be the utopia no I'm so, so all, all, already something because the predictions isn't are that why we created it well that, that you, you start there that's where the goal it never stays right. there long because of human nature hey but like yeah. so the goal is well the, the plan is within the next few, few years we'll be in there for about an hour a day on average yeah. so crime is going to happen so we've got to be ready for it that's where all your medibank data is in your office <laughs> stuff good on you mate good to see you it's Likewise. always fascinating stuff thank you in the